Breaking Soul Ties with Shaladio. On this broadcast, Shaladio teaches God's Word on soul ties and other relationship issues affecting the believer. Listen and be blessed. Hello guys, this is Shaladio. You're welcome to episode 48 of Believing God for a Spouse. Uh, today's edition is a very special one because um, I was invited by Rose Akai um, to be her guest on her Christian, her popular Christian show at Planet Radio FM 101 in Uyo, Nigeria. We had a very great time discussing relationship and uh, sexual issues and uh, you will be blessed uh, listening uh, to this um, special episode and a very big thank you to rose for bringing me on as a guest on her show what a great privilege i really want to thank you so much for that and uh, i very strongly believe that you're gonna be blessed uh, listening to this um, entire episode see you guys bye I did mention that he has an amazing background when it comes to relationship. He's a relationship expert. And he is one person who's been able to cause some controversy on Twitter. That if you're if you're you know Twitter savvy and you tweet a whole lot, you get to see sometimes some persons just make some kind of commotion on Twitter. And he's one of those persons who would stand on the biblical principles on having um, godly relationships and many times Nigerians or our young ones will say this is not right, how are we going to do that and all of that. However, he's been very steadfast in his ministry, believing that this is what God wants him to do for the church and also for the kingdom. So joining me is Pastor Shalahadu. Thank you very much, sir, for joining me. Yeah, good morning, Rose. Hello. Hello, can you hear me? Yeah. Yes, I can. Good morning. Thank you for joining me. Uh, thanks a lot for bringing me on your show today. I'm very grateful. All right, so... Pastor Shola, I have done a little bit of intro about who you are, you being a relationship expert, and very importantly, um, using the social media to talk to Christians about relationship, Christian relationships, marriages, soul ties, and the many things you get to talk about, which I have been a blessing. Yes, you have blessed my life with your tweets. Thank you very much. Yeah. All right, so, Pastor Shola, and today we'll be looking at um, Christian relationships. Now, one very common um, thing that happens is that even when we as Christians, we have a relationship, we are courting someone, we are dating someone with the aim of getting married. Yes. Um, there's, this, there's this thing that, look, even if I'm getting married to this guy, so it's okay for me to be sexually involved with him. This is not in the Bible, however, but it's become one of the normal things in the 21st century kingdom. How did you get here and how can we get out of this situation? Um, thank you very much. Um, wow, how do I 
how do I kick this off? Now, I think uh, where we want to start from is by examining God's original intention and God's original purpose. Now, his original purpose uh, can be found in the book of Genesis. Uh, if you go through chapters 1, uh, 2, and also chap- uh, chapter 3 as well, which was that um, uh, Adam was first of all created, and then Eve was um, created as well, uh, well, formed out of uh, out of Adam, and God brought Eve to Adam, and um, uh, you know, made them a couple. And that was how, well, that was the beginning of marriage. And also, uh, within the context of marriage, um, sex also came in. And um, sex uh, featured as a part of um, their marriage. So we see that God gave sex um, as um, part of what should go on in marriage. And also, um, very quickly, I want to mention that um, God gave sex for three things in marriage uh, for uh, for procreation that's uh, to make more children for recreation to enjoy yourselves and three for consummation that's to consummate the marriage covenant between the man and the woman and satan uh, of course as we know came on the scene and what satan tries to do satan is not original but what satan tries to do is to corrupt what god has already done and what he did was he took sex out of marriage and um caused people to abuse it so that's what's going on at the moment. That's what Satan is out to achieve, uh, to abuse what God originally intended. So when you use something for a purpose that was not intended by the manufacturer, then you have a situation that you call abuse. And that's what's going on. And really what uh, we, we should be looking at is returning to God's original intention uh, for marriage, which was what i've uh, mentioned earlier on which is that sex sorry sorry to cut you but then looking at what is happening today prevalent in christendom there's a whole lot of pressure and is it possible that christians will begin to see relationship the light that it was portrayed in in the bible because the, the the pressure to actually yield into sexual temptation comes from every angle especially from the media which is a a very important part of the society today um, yes, it is possible. It's happened before. It's been done before. Um, Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they found themselves in a place where it, they just had to, you know, like, they, they they were being made to do things that were against the covenant of God uh, for their lives. And they stood solidly um, on the principles of God, and they were not uh, consumed. So they were not consumed. So it is possible for us to abide by the things that the Lord has said. It is possible for us to stand by the covenant and not be consumed. So, and we we see, I mean, if you look at the situation where the three Hebrew children were tossed into jail and they were said, look, if you don't bow down, then we're going to throw you into the fire. And they were thrown into the fire and they did not burn. And what happened? What had happened was that the fourth man showed up and that was Jesus Christ. So there is no fire that is too big, um, that is big enough rather, to consume a person that has made up his or her mind 
uh, to stand on the principles of the covenant. I agree that there are pressures coming in from social media, from everyone around. But then again, the Bible is also clear. The Bible says that we should guard our hearts with all diligence, for out of it proceeds the issues of life. So that's why on social media, I am very selective about who I follow. If you make uh, so much, uh, if you, you know, like put out so much sexual references on your handle, I just unfollow you straight away because I have to protect my heart. And I think the protection of the heart is the key thing here. And how do you protect your heart? You control what comes in through your ears and what comes in through your eyes. So you make sure that you keep your eyes on the word of God. You keep your ears on the word of God and you minimize, you put to the barest minimum the things that contradict the word of God that is being emitted um, out there. So uh, that's my take on that. Okay. Now, um, um, I think following you, I have learned some things that um, basically I haven't actually gotten to know in church. But you, you talk about dating and courtship a whole lot. And I have seen that in one particular audio message that I did listen to from you, you mentioned um, the idea of dating not being what it is in the Bible. Please explain more about Christian dating and then courtship. Is there a difference? Um, well, the um, today, there seems to be a huge mishmash of words uh, being thrown around. So, and um, I get into that. Um, I get into that a lot on social media, where people are asking me to define this and to define that. Uh, is this allowed? Is this not allowed? Uh, I want to first of all start by saying that Christianity is not um, Christ uh, Christianity is not a place where we just come around to define. Uh, what is allowed, what is not allowed. And um, the Bible says that all things are lawful, but not all things are expedient. So it means that there is a possibility that the Bible doesn't say that something uh, is prohibited. But then the Bible, the same Bible also says that not all things are expedient. So it means that it could constitute a barrier for your progress if you do it, even though it's not explicitly stated in the Bible that it is wrong. Now, to get back and um, to get uh, into the specifics, um, I think there was a time where I, um, I, I put out an audio, uh, something about dating. I said, look, I seem to have gone through the Bible and I really cannot find examples of people who dated. Now, when I say dating, I'm referring to the dating that I'm seeing on social media today, where you just, um, you, you, I mean, you just get close to one girl or get close to one guy and, you know, start having sex with each other and describe yourselves as boyfriend and girlfriend. I never saw anyone describe a man as her boyfriend in the Bible. And I never saw anyone describe a woman as his girlfriend in the Bible. Um, you were either married or you were not married. And if you were not married, you were either talking to somebody with a view to getting married or talking to somebody with a view to getting engaged or talking to somebody with a view to committing uh, fornication or adultery. Those are the only things I saw in the Bible. I never saw God endorsing a situation where you, you know, just pick a boy on the streets and now say that that's your boyfriend and you start having sex and doing stuff that a hus only a husband and wife are supposed to be doing. So that was what I challenged. I challenged that mentality on social media 
and I got a very huge backlash. And to be honest, I really don't care. I enjoyed every bit, every single bit of it. So the key here is that why are you in a so-called relationship with this guy or with this girl? Are you planning to get married? Are you working towards getting married? Or are you just whiling away the time in fornication or adultery? So that's the question for me. Many people could not answer that sufficiently for me. And some people came up and said, that, okay, 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 okay. We are Christians. We're not having sex. So what do we do? I said, look, the point is this. If you do not have any intention at all to go all the way to marriage, I mean, just like, let's say, for instance, um, a Shaladio, as I am, imagine if I was single, then I meet a Rose Akai and then, we now start talking and getting close. Now, if I have no intention to marry you, if I don't have any plans to marry you, my point is that we shouldn't even get into that conversation at all and waste each other's time. So that was what I was trying to get through on social media. I hope that answers the question. Yes, that has actually answered the question. So you are saying that every kind of relationship as a Christian, if it's not leading towards marriage, then there should be no relationship. Well, um, well, let me be more specific. Um, like mm-hmm. I'm talking about emotional uh, relationships. Now that there are other kinds okay. of relationships that are not necessarily emotional. Uh, I can have a business relationship. <laughs> you, know, we're, we're, you know, where we're doing business, I can have an academic relationship. Maybe we're students in the same class and we're studying the same subject. So there are other kinds of relationships that we can have. We can have a spiritual relationship. You know, maybe uh, somebody is your pastor. That's a spiritual relationship. You can have a parental relationship. So you can even have friendships, uh, to be honest. And even uh, there are, I mean, you, there are friendships that you can have even with people of the opposite sex. I have friends who are females and uh, we don't have any romantic link. Okay. Now, let me ask you this question, which I know that lots of persons um, would also want to ask. Um, there is also the um, people say normally that, how would I get to know her, that she's the right one for me, if we don't have that process of dating how would i get to know am i supposed to tell her first i want to get married to her and then get to be her friend and discover okay she's not the one for me or he's not the one for me how is it done exactly this is a confusion right now in the 21st century church for the christians young christians who are about to get into another um, area of their life uh that's a very good question now um let, let me start uh from here now you don't just marry a stranger and uh, you can't just walk up to a stranger to say that you want to marry a stranger now i believe that there are two things that you need to do as a christian the bible says that you should watch and you should pray so and those two things are are very important and almost equally uh, important that you should watch and then you should also pray now when i say watch watch simply means that we start talking, I start observing, and by so doing, um, I'm, we'll be able to progressively figure out whether you're the kind of person I want to spend the rest of my life with. Now, that would, I mean, that could involve things like, okay, we're going out to KFC, we're going out to McDonald's, we're going out, you know, to have lunch, we're, we might even be going to the movies and stuff, but the point i was making on social media which um a lot of uh, people who got angry tried to confuse other people about 
the point i was making was that sex was not part of that agenda and that was the point i was making and dating as far as i'm aware on social media includes sex and all sorts you go and ask them so that was what i was attacking that that shouldn't be a part of the process of getting to know somebody i can get to know you by holding conversations with you i can get to know you by coming to visit you in your house where other people are sitting not visiting you in your bedroom alone i can get to know you by us hanging out together going out for movies going out there is nothing wrong with that do all of that please that is part of watching and then the other part for christians also is that they should pray now it is only in prayer that god can show you things it is only in prayer that god can help you see things that you cannot see let me give you an example uh, there was someone many years ago that i was trying to get very close to you know and um, i really thought oh okay i could end up getting married to this person and all i will do then you know like apart from speaking with you getting to figure out who you are i would just be praying you know just be asking god for direction without making any horrid conclusions like people are making today so i was just you know just praying then one evening i just had this nudge that i should go and see her i really felt that it was god asking me to you know pop in to visit her so i drove to her place i knocked on the door her mom opened the door and said she was not in and i just thought oh i must have missed it how could god have told me to come all the way here to meet somebody that was not at home so i turned back and I, so i was thinking that oh i think i missed it i think i missed it so i got into the car as i was driving off guess what i put on my headlamps and lo and behold i saw this girl cozying up with a guy on the street that's my headlamps just f went straight on her she did not see me i saw her i saw everything and i drove past them the following day i asked her, i said oh did your mom tell you i came around say yes i said um were you with any guy uh yesterday she said no she wasn't with any guy so she also lied again so but you see that was god who ordered my footsteps to see what i would never have figured out on my own now many christians are getting scammed because they are not committing their ways unto the lord so for christians uh the two things i say you should do when you think you could be you know considering a serious relationship with anyone is that you should watch and you should pray so that was my message but um the people who got angry because i came against fornication decided to mix the message up and you know confuse other people who were not as detailed yeah, very true. All right, in case you just tuned in, um, speaking with Pastor Shaladio, who's speaking to us about Christian relationships and talking about uh, being able to stay sexually free, the process of doing this right here. This is Lana Radio 101.1 FM. I'll take a very short break. When we do come back, Pastor Shaladio is still here to talk about the things that bother us as Christians. And yes, especially in this 21st century, where we feel like, I, I think that, the whole world is talking about you fornicating even as a Christian. Enjoy the song by Chris Tomlin and I'll be right back with more. Welcome back to the second part of this episode of Breaking Soul Ties with Shaladio. Listen and be blessed. Yes, if 
God is for us, and who can be against us? It is 25 minutes past our 9 o'clock, and yes, it is, let's talk about it. We've been talking about Christian relationships, talking about dating, and talking about exactly how um, these days we see that there's a whole lot of um, perversion of the Bible. I have to say that, you know, in terms of the kind of relationships we have as Christians towards the opposite sex, even when it comes to hey, I'm dating or I'm courting this person. And yes, Pastor Shaladio is still with us. We'll be talking about more. Now, I'm going to ask Pastor Shaladio, Pastor Shaladio rather, this question that um, has been very, very, um, very has just been one question I think I need to ask. There's something about soul ties that I also know that he is an advocate of breaking soul ties as a regard, as, you know, what comes up you having a relationship with someone that you're not supposed to have a relationship with. You're having a sexual relationship with that person. There are always these ties. And I'd like for him to explain it to us more. So, um, Pastor Fella. Yeah, thank you very and much. Then, yep. Yes. Now, now there's something about soul ties you get to talk about. As, a, as, as an offshoot of these relationships that Christians have, you know, with the opposite sex, and then they get to involve themselves sexually with these persons, there is something known as sex, soul ties. Would you explain more? Yeah. Um, soul, it means that's your soul. That's who you are. The soul is the seat of your personality. Everyone has a soul. Now, soul ties simply mean that our souls are knit together in a tie. Now, a very quick example of that is what you have between Samson and Delilah. So, their souls were tied, or more like Samson's soul was tied to Delilah's own. And the, the, the bad part of that kind of soul tie was that Satan was always the supervisor of that operation. And what Satan will do, what Satan will do is to let those ties that you have, that affinity that you have that is abnormal, stand in the way of the manifestation of the will of God for your life. It was not the will of God for Samson to die the way he died. It was not the will of God for Samson to try to use the anointing to save himself rather than save the people of Israel. But what Satan did was to use um, a soul tie. Some people might call it a weakness, um, a strong affinity for strange women to, um, to abort his mission, to abort the mission that God placed before him. So what soul ties have come to do really is, is to abort something that God already has in mind uh, for you. So that's why that area of our lives, we need to watch it. I mean, it's not only uh, people you can have soul ties with. You can have soul ties with food. You can have soul ties with chocolate. And you can have soul ties with money. So even for the love of money, a girl can be taken out. I mean, a girl can be taken out to a place that she did not intend. In fact, let me give you one just arrived into my uh, one news just arrived into my DM this morning, and this was a conversation that was leaked onto Instagram uh, from WhatsApp. Now, what had happened was that a guy walked up into this lady's WhatsApp to ask her for nude pictures, and the lady demanded for money because she was into money, and she sent this guy the nudes according to the story on the. Uh, WhatsApp, and then the guy refused to send the money. 
So you see, if you look at it, she wouldn't have sent the news if she was not told that money was involved. So our soul ties with money made her make the wrong decision. So soul ties will make people uh, make the wrong decisions in life and create things that will um, up that will abort the mission of God or the will of God for their lives. So that's why it's very important for us to pay attention to that. Okay. Now, um, talking, still talking about um, soul ties. Now, how do Christians who have now understood what it is exactly, to, how can they come out of this? Is there a possibility that whatever ties they've been with the previous relationship that they've had, they can come out of it and then, you know, live lives like they've never actually had that before? Uh, yeah, uh, definitely soul ties uh, can be broken. Uh, we have the word of God and we have the blood of Jesus uh, to help us um, with that. Now, I actually have a publication on that called Breaking um, Soul Ties. Uh, Breaking Soul Ties, you'll find that somewhere on my website. Now, there are three things I mentioned there uh, on that publication. Uh, breaking, uh, if you check on BreakingSoulTies.com, you'll find it there on the right on the first page. Now, there are three steps I mentioned that you can use in Breaking Soul Ties. Uh, the first one is um, by cutting off the associations that feed those soul ties. Say, for instance, a guy has soul ties with porn, uh, for instance. Now, most on most occasions, the, such people have friends who also share the same habits. Not only that, um, they subscribe to websites and, uh, you know, channels that also broadcast these porn materials. So the way to do go about that is to cut your connection with all these sources of porn information if you're dealing with porn. Okay. So that's number one, to cut off the associations. The Bible says that evil communication corrupts good manners. So it means that if you don't deal with those um, uh, wrong associations, then those soul ties will definitely continue. So your efforts to break out of soul ties while you keep the same associations on will fall apart like a $2 suitcase. So that's number one. Number two, uh, you need to embrace the word of God. Uh, David said in Psalm 119 verses 9 and 11. He says, Thy word have I hid in my heart, that I might not sin against thee. Then he said, Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? But by taking heed according to the word of God. So the way you cleanse your ways is by taking heed to the word of God. So that means you feed on the word of God on a very regular basis. Not as a hobby, but as a job. The Bible says that we should Hold fast to the profession of our faith, which actually means confession of our faith. So confession should actually be your profession. Then the third step um, has to do with prayer and fasting. Christians need to engage in prayer and fasting to break strong habits. Um, remember, there was a child that was brought to Jesus. And the disciples could not cast out the demons. And Jesus came on the scene and cast out the demon. And then they asked Jesus, why could we not cast that demon out? And Jesus said it was because of their faith. And that if they made take the steps to plant their faith as a seed, then they will move the mountains. And then Jesus added, he said that, but this kind goeth not out, but by prayer and fasting. So it means that you need to engage the forces of prayer and fasting to deal with stubborn habits. And that is very necessary. And um, I don't see a lot of that going on in Christianity. Uh, there are, you know, people have corporate fast where you actually join the church, but people hardly set aside private time to fast and pray to defeat strong habits. 
Okay. Pastor Shola, thank you very much. You have spoken extensively about Christian relationships. I know yeah. there are much more we have to tackle, but then we do not have time anymore. But before we go, I'd like you to um, just say something to um, Christians these days, especially ones who are thinking of going to a relationship or who are in a relationship, and they've already had this pattern of uh, sexual involvement. How are they going to break out of this? How are they going to break out and still decide to get married to the person, you know, um, what, what I would just like to say um, is that um, righteous living is possible in our generation. It is very possible um, to live according um, to what the Bible says. Yes, there will be opposition from people around. There will be people who try to make you look as though you are stupid for um, f doing things God's way. But definitely it has a lot of advantages and it has a lot of benefits uh, for the Christian. Not only that, let's not also forget that there is a place called heaven where we will give account of our activities on the earth. And you're going to give account alone. You're not going to say that, oh, because all my friends were having sex before marriage, I also decided to double into it. Um, you're going to stand alone before God and give account. So um, I, would also, I would definitely like to say that... Um, if you want to live right according uh, to the word of God, you should make that decision, first of all, on your own self and on your behalf that this is what you're going to do. And secondly, you should seek out relationships with other people who are pursuing the same goal. And that helped me a lot when I was a lot younger. Um, I mean, I only made friends with people who love the word of God, who wanted to live right, who wanted to live according to the word of God. Those were my closest friends at all. Those were the people who could influence me. So, I mean, so your associations also, they matter a lot. And when I say associations, the people you expose yourself to in real life and the people you expose yourself to um, on social media. Then also, I have a lot of teachings on, on my website, BreakingSoulTies.com, that teach people how to believe God for a spouse in a godly way. So people can check that out as well. I have testimonies from Christians all the way from Nigeria um, who have told me on about how they got on these uh, teachings and they were able to... Um, start proper Christian relationships that had no satanic strings attached and um, I have quite a few of them who have gotten married this year so I really give all the glory to God for that alright thank you very much Pastor Shah for joining us I'm glad that you were able to um, throw more light into this I know that people who listen have actually gotten something I'm glad that uh, you are doing something in the 21st century that is uh, changing lives even though you always have backlash from Twitter I know I follow you so I know what people say about you <laughs> <laughs> no it's, 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 it's part of the fun it's part of the fun and I'm really very grateful for having me on the show as well thank you yes. so much I'm very thank grateful you, thank you yeah. we'd like to have you on subsequent editions have an amazing Sunday yeah you too I look All forward right, to that, that Thanks for listening to this episode of Breaking Soul Ties with Sholadio. To learn more about Soul Ties on Twitter, please follow our Sholadio and our Soul Ties tweets. You can also visit www.breakingsoulties.com to read up on Soul Ties. 
To contact Sholadio, please send an email to breakingsoulties at charisministries.org. That is K-A-R-I-S ministries.org. You can also chat with him on BBM by using the following pin 52C7F3CD. I repeat, 52C7F3CD. We have come to the end of this episode of Breaking Soul Ties with Sean Adio. See you again same time next week. Jesus is Lord.